0: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Don't Be Mad Podcast. I'm your host Matthew and I'm joined here as always with my brother. Jason, what's up everyone? And I'm pissed off because I spilled a drink into my carpet so I'm going to have to clean that up later. It kind of sucks. It's done with man, stop sulking you. No, it's not done with. You'll never get it back, it's done. I didn't clean it up yet so it's still something I'm going to have to deal with. (laughs) Fucking pissed. Okay. Fucking pissed. (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys this week? Our beautiful, faithful listeners. The ones that we love so much. The ones who dedicate themselves to us so damn much. You guys are phenomenal. Amazing. The best. Bigly the best. Bigly? You're (laughs) Trump now? Making up words? We have the greatest fans of all time. Boy. (laughs) That's going to that's gonna count towards the 16 seconds, you know, for Trump or whatever. Oh, seconds. yeah, 100%. Anytime he's mentioned, it's part of like the, the 30 seconds of Trump. <laughs> so.
1: That's what it does.
0: I wonder how everyone's doing today. I wish we had a live. How audience. are you doing today, man? How's it been, man? School's done. Yeah, man. We suck. So, you know. Uh, bring you guys behind the curtain you know on Thursday we went out man we had a couple drinks to celebrate yeah. the fact that Jason is uh finally done with school unless he decides to do graduate studies and yeah a yeah, so nice good old drunk time I still have a I still have a month to decide that if I want to go cuz I could go back right, right after but oh uh, don't go back right give yourself at least a year man eh, you know uh, or or if you're going to do it start back again in the summer time so it's like one of the quick semesters yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I say give yourself some time real enjoy your winter man You really want to go back to school in the winter when it's cold as shit outside?
1: I don't mind as long as I get it done. But uh, yeah, school's done. We went out to drinks. That was pretty fun, man. Thursday. Uh, no one got drunk because we had to go back home. I, I was just way too Yeah, tired. well, I
0: had to work in the morning. He, I wanted He sleep. had to drive home. You know, like, Jamali, I, I believe he had work or some shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we, but we had enough drinks to enjoy ourselves, some great conversation, you know. Uh, bumped into a few old friends. Like, it was good times, right?
1: Yeah, it was some good times. And that's really essentially it for my week. I didn't really do too much except, you know, cram for these last two papers I had to bring in and everything. But
0: that was it. And now you're free, man. Yeah, man. That's all it is. Yeah, no. Welcome to the club. Let me let me do a little let me do a little clap it out. Let me hold the mic properly and Oh Jesus Christ. Proud of you. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm
1: used to applause already. I'm used to applause already.
0: (laughs) You're used to applause. My ass fuck. Last time you heard an applause was when you put on a fucking soundboard on your phone. (laughs) What now? Put a soundboard on your phone. (laughs) Boo.
1: (laughs) but yeah um now yeah school's done starting a new job too so that's gonna be another exciting avenue to go through and um yeah so that's essentially it um i am going to be well in full disclosure um we're gonna actually record another episode earlier because i'm going to be in toronto for a week so i will not be updating anything during like a couple weeks everything there'll be episodes so don't worry it'll
0: be like regular nothing's gonna change from you guys then so just enjoy the episodes. They don't need to hear that shit. Yo, if you get an episode, you get an episode. If you don't, suck it up. Don't email <laughs> us, but, but, but message Jason. I will give a fuck. <laughs> I'm very good at the whole ignoring people thing. <laughs> All right. So you, know, you want to kick this off with some sports? You know, since uh, we said last week, you know, we're going to get a bit sports heavy this time because we haven't talked sports in a while. And I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. My boy, Keith Talib, snatching another chain off. Puss-ass Crabtree.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know about Aqib Tlaib. to Tlaib is going to get like... Uh, someone's going to fight him one day and he's going to regret
0: no, it. No, 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 no. Yo, 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 yo. Don't even get it twisted, okay? First off, Crabtree started it this time around, all right? It was all Crabtree. He started okay. this shit. He came to the game with his chain taped down and it still got snatched. He went... Yo, the play before him and to Tlaib got into their shit... He punched Chris Harris in the in the chest. So you know what? As far as I'm concerned, Crouchy didn't come there to play. Yeah, I'm saying if if, if keep three minutes into the game, he didn't come there to play. He well, came to fight. If Akib Talib is
1: was, was going to snatch people chains on on the field, I want to see him do it in the streets. Because Akib Talib reminds yo, me. Yo, if
0: of, he's going to do it when there's hundreds of cameras looking at him, I think he's going to do it in the street too. He's going
1: to do with a. Uh, yo, the man
0: of, shot himself in the leg. He'll shoot you. He has a, a whole <laughs> bunch
1: of teammates. He has a
0: whole bunch of teammates. What do you mean teammates backing him up? Like he reminds me of. Yo, if, first things first, and let's get it. Let's get it straight. If you're wearing a chain on the field, it could get grabbed because it's part of the jersey. Same thing with the dreadlocks. Rule, your dreads are a part of your jersey. All right, that's cool. So if you're wearing your chain, that should get snatched. You can't complain about it. it's yeah, like losing a towel on Aq- the
1: to leave Talib started throwing punches with his helmet on against Michael Crabtree with his helmet something.
0: Yo, off. and you know what like, about that? The only thing I was pissed at key for doing is dodging the punch that Michael Crabtree threw when he had his helmet on. Yo, step into that punch, break his hand.
1: Yeah, well, that's a punk move though. You don't you don't throw punches with your helmet on, dudes' helmets off.
0: Yo, I didn't tell him to take his helmet off. Huh?
1: He grabbed the helmet off.
0: Yo, who who told him to? Take, yo, who gives a fuck? It th- doesn't a matter, fuck? man. Yo, you you want to fucking push me out to the sideline after I snatch your chain too? On top of that? That, that, that he's zero for two, by the way. Crabtree's zero for two, but keeping his chain intact against Akili. Hey, whatever.
1: Ca- let's just put that out there. All I'm man. saying, all I'm saying, let's just that, put that out there. If if you if you want to fight like that, yo, fight normally, all I'm but. saying
0: is, yo, all I'm saying is, don't be trying to start no shit if you got a chain on. If you're going up against Lee, you're gonna get that shit snatched one time. Yeah, I keep and, the- and yo, Crabtree, you're old for 2. For keeping your chain intact against a dude that you don't like.
1: Yeah, keep Akeem, Akeem Yo, Talib does you're that. You're essentially
0: the young berg of the NFL, bro. Akeem
1: Talib would do that, but he won't he won't try that against other people. Like
0: you, could, you Yo, pick... but what other people are trying to fight him you, on the first you, the first three minutes of a fucking game.
1: You pick and choose who you
0: go after. No, no, no. That's, that's... That wasn't a pick and choose. Yo, don't even try to start that shit, Jason. That wasn't a pick and choose. You pick and choose who you go after. That was a pick after. and choose. He lined up against Crabtree, as was his assignment. And what did Crabtree do? The first thing he did just grab him and starts pushing him. Yo, he's holding. after five yards he's holding him. Then he's bringing to the sidelines. So you know what? All right, you want to do this? Yo, that shiny shit around your neck looking real nice. Let me grab that shit. And that's what he did. But you're
1: not in the streets. You're playing football. Yo, don't matter.
0: Huh? Yo, it's part of his jersey. It doesn't matter.
1: I could say your eyes is part of your helmet, too. So it means Yo, I, could matter. I could poke it you in matter. your eyes.
0: Yo, snatch that chain right off his neck. If he wants to act up, you want to act up, run up, get done up. That's how we do if it. If Crabtree had poked him in the eye. Yo, you run up, you get done up.
1: If Crouchy if had poked him in the eye, would you say, oh, well, that's not fair? Would you say
0: that's fair? Yo, if you're coming and you're fighting like that, you're fighting dirty, but that's what you're doing. Well, that's, but yo, that's you, not, still, that's not dirty. you still got your chain snatched. That's not dirty. Poking people in the eyes
1: isn't dirty? I could say the same thing for taking someone's chain as doing. It's part of your
0: jersey. Well, your your, your it's eyes, part of your, jersey. your your head. Your yo, if, helmet, if I if I go to grab of, you and the shit your head pop, is part of your helmet, you get snatched, man. That's your, what it is. And your head is part of your helmet. If well, I grab get, you by your face, and you we're get getting get into something. rambles right now. All I'm saying is, yo, you run up, you get done up. It's not the streets, though. Oh, for two. It's not the streets. Oh, for two. I don't even care that the Raiders won the game because my team is shit. We're going for a better draft pick right now. We all know it. You know what? Let them keep playing garbage. Let us keep losing games. But guess what? If you try to run up on us. You're gonna get done up. One time. Please. One time. He got suspended. And so, like I and said, who's... the only thing that pissed me off from what Akeem Tlaib did was not stepping into that punch that Crabtree threw to break his hand. I would have stepped my helmet all up in that shit. Break them hands.
1: once. time. go, so you go. You're fighting. You're saying, that's, you're saying that's not dirty. Yo,
0: I'm wearing a helmet and you're swinging at me. You're an idiot.
1: He's wearing a chain. It has nothing to do your chain. His chain wasn't on the outside of his, of his jersey. It was on the
0: inside of his jersey. Yo, he taped it down on purpose because he wanted to fight. Okay, so it's on the Crab inside Crab of his jersey. Crabtree came to fight, bro. You're,
1: making, you're making an argument for your player because you like him. Of course. And, okay, so then... Of
0: course. So then, and because Crabtree's a bitch. One time.
1: But who's, the, but who's the better team?
0: Who's the better... I don't care what the record is. We're both garbage, bro.
1: But who's the better team? It doesn't matter who's the The Raiders could actually still make the playoffs. Your team is
0: done. Yo. They're out of it. We can, out of it, mathematically speaking, we can still make the playoffs. That's I how can't. fucking garbage our division is. I can't. Mathematically speaking, yes, we can. That's how garbage our division is right now. That's you, our division, not garbage.
1: Your team is the only garbage team in the division. You guys are three games behind my charger. You said we're gonna be trash. You You're told, not making the playoffs, you, though. You, you said my charger's gonna be trash well we're gonna probably Yo, win the Chiefs division. Chiefs are
0: winning the division, first off. Chiefs like, we all know having, at this point. Chiefs have
1: one game in their last. 5.
0: And you and you think that matters? I'm it like, doesn't matter teams because have getting trending, down. trending have skids, down. but you're you're not you not going over the Chiefs.
1: The trending down.
0: Have you have you played with the Chiefs at all this season? Yeah,
1: we lost to the Chiefs once. There you
0: go. So they already have the tie break on that. Okay. So the next time you guys play, let's see what happens.
1: But they're losing against other teams.
0: Let's other see what happens at teams. the end of the season when that tiebreak comes into play. If they beat you twice and you guys end up with a tied record, you're not making
1: Okay. So let's if see it comes how that to that, goes. but they're trending down, we're trending up.
0: Yeah, sure, whatever. It's mad.
1: He's mad because I predicted. If you go back to the very first podcast, I gave you the place of all the Yo, teams. Yo, you can go finish. back. I, I, I talked that shit. I told him his team was gonna finish dead dude, last, and he was. I talked that angry mad shit,
0: that. and you know what? If it bites me in the butt, it bites me in the butt. I still talk my shit. I don't give fuck. That's mad. Dude. I don't give. No, that's not mad. That's real. I talk my shit, man. I, I fuck with my teams, even if I know they're garbage. I fuck with my teams. I don't give a fuck. tell me something I don't give a fuck because that's what a loyal fan does
1: please you can't even pick between Oklahoma and and the Orlando Magic
0: (laughs) I'm not about to argue about this again because you're the only person with amnesia when it comes to that subject
1: hey dude I have one basketball team and that's the only basketball team I'll ever root for
0: and like I said you're the only person that has amnesia about this whole subject because anytime you've ever brought it up outside of the podcast everybody tells you the exact same thing
1: All right, everyone he's saying this I'm going to take the clip right now and I'm going to insert it into this part and we're going to see what you said.
0: No, go ahead. Do it. <laughs>
1: what about your team specifically? I'm talking
0: about. With Oklahoma City uh, Thunder? No, that's not his team, people. Don't yeah, yeah. listen to okay, him. Yeah, yeah. OKC, baby.
1: That is not his team. His team <laughs> is the Orlando Yo, Magic. OKC, okay,
0: baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going is strong. The Orlando Yo, we got Magic. Paul George, baby. Yo, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. No, that's not Yo, his team. We going to kill it this year. Russell Westbrook. Let's go. <laughs> go ahead and do it. Keeping it football, we got to talk about Eli getting benched, man. I have two feelings about this. In the why they fucked up on benching Eli and why they how they could have benched Eli and it been okay, but I don't know if you want to start because mine might be a bit long winded.
1: I don't mind them. Well, how they did it to bench Eli for Geno Smith that's wrong, you don't do that because Geno Smith is pure trash and Ben McAdoo and Jerry and um and Reese, the GM, they're pure, they're they're not going to be there next year, that's for sure. McAdoo's never probably going to get a, a coaching job in his life again. He's gonna it's gonna be the Joe Philbin of, Maybe of not the head Giants. Coaching. No, not even coach. No, Defense. He won't get another Joe because no one wants to deal with that. You're doing that to you're doing coaching. that to Eli Manning, who's I don't think Eli Manning is that good, but Eli Manning, you know, he did 210 games straight from rookie season to now, just pure starting, and you can't you have to respect that and how the Giants did it, how the ownership did it, GM pure trash and when they see oh we're hiring ben mcadoo no one no one's gonna hire, no one wants to deal with ben mcadoo because they first of all a team like the giants quit on him and he's benching star players and everything like that that's that's not that's not right and um but eli in, in respect eli has been trending down from like the four, past four or five years now his his he's not been getting better he's been getting worse actually very quickly and um if they had benched him for Davis Webb, cool. That makes sense because you know they're looking to the future. But you don't bench him for for Geno Smith, because you know what you're getting with Geno Smith already. You're getting probably five picks a game. And that's that's my thing with, with, with uh with that whole bunch of crap, man. I can't deal really with uh with Geno Smith, the Giants and Ben McAdoo. I don't like the Giants, but you know what? That's that's what it is.
0: Uh not many arguments there, but I will say this, look. The reason I feel they did Eli dirty was simply because they had the audacity to be like, look, we'll start you for the first series. You play the first couple downs or the first drive. Then after that, we bench you for Geno Smith. Now, to me, if you're looking towards the future of your team and you have the plan of benching Eli to know what the future of your team is going to look like because you're losing, because it's not looking good, just bench him outright. You know, like, give him the respect to just be like, look, We want to see where the future of the team is going. And look, it's it's the coaches, it's upstairs, it's everything. Like we're at that point where what we're seeing, we're not liking. We want to see something different. That's perfectly fine. Because if you look at the numbers, Eli has not been producing. Say what you want about the O-line. Say what you want about the injuries. At the end of the day, you look at any other team. We never make excuses for players that are missing. We always say, what have you been doing considering you're on the field? He has not been producing. It's that simple. So if you want to bench him, I can't argue with that whatsoever. That's sound logic. He's not doing well. See, next guy up comes in. My problem comes in where the person you're benching him for is Geno Smith. Now, I get he is the more veteran of your backups, but if you're looking towards what the future holds, Davis Webb has to go in, period. Period. If he doesn't do well, then yeah, put in Geno Smith. But if you want to assess where your team's going, what's good for the future, you put in the kid that you drafted that you were hoping to be the next guy up. The only reason you brought in Geno Smith was for a veteran QB that could just be there in case of an injury towards Eli. That's what he's there for. He's not there for a future role. We've seen what he can do. We saw him with the Jets, and granted, yes, Gent's offense has been garbage for a while. Like they've never been a consistently good offense in quite some time. So you can't really hold that against Gino. But at the same time, Gino has not made sound decisions as a quarterback. That's enough for me to know that he might not be the guy that you want to put in as your future. With that being said, Davis Wett is the one who should be the one who starts next week or this Sunday coming up to me. That's the only way you you get to that point where it's like, look, sorry, Eli, I know it's fucked, but we're looking towards the future.
1: Um, I can't really say that for this season because...
0: I can. Look, This season... And, and, and at the end of the day, like we always talk about it's all about winning. What, what are you doing out there? Because you want to win. You want to put the best people forward to win. If you're telling me at this point you're giving up on winning and you're looking towards the future and you're saying geno smith is that you're wrong especially when you have a guy that you drafted who's a rookie who you want to see right away how good he's going to be to know if he's someone you can work with and like i said they have so many injuries on offense and as well as defense that you're still not going to get a proper assessment of either one of those two quarterbacks geno smith or davis webb skill considering they're not playing with a first team offense no, Eli's not even playing with the first-team offense. He's had so many guys drop his passes that it's deflated his numbers.
1: Well, well, of course, you don't have a running game. You don't have an offensive line.
0: No, they and haven't had a running game in, like, five, six seasons. So, they haven't had a running game in quite some time. So then you have to think about it this and way. I, I, but at, like I said, at the end of the day, it's next guy. Like, look, we've never looked at the Patriots, a team that has consistently— picked up guys, dropped guys, traded guys away, had guys get injured, brought the next guy in and said, well, you know, the reason they're struggling is because of the injuries. No, at the end of the day, they've always looked at Tom Brady and be like, what's Tom Brady doing? Maybe he's old, maybe he's this, maybe he's that. In the beginning of the season, their defense was garbage. They were dead last as far as the Patriots' defense was concerned. But still, Tom Brady was going out there and doing his damn job with no name guys. After Edelman got hurt, even Hogan got hurt. On top of that, they don't have Legarrette Blunt back there. They they have a committee in running backs, but they still make it work because they have a very simple philosophy. If you're on the field, you have one job to do. Do your job, or the next man is going to do it. Well,
1: that simple. Well, it's 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 not that simple. The Patriots. It is that simple. The Patriots, If it was that simple, better co- other coaches would do it. Even though they're not Belichick, there are co- there are coaches good enough. As Belichick to do it, and it's not that simple. It's a system.
0: The problem with other coaches a system. is they don't implement that mentality of your job is not safe. If you tell your players right away, if you don't do your job, you're getting benched, and then when they go out there and don't do their job, you bench them? Everybody around is gonna be like, it doesn't matter what your name is. Mike Mike Tomlin is the same You're thing. Gonna get bent, but Mike, that's what I'm saying.
1: But their team hasn't. Their team
0: hasn't been the same. It's look, a system. It's a system. How you, you run look, your system. Look at Mike Tomlin's team right now. They're the only team that's rivaling right now in the AFC is the Patriots.
1: But the Patriots. but Ben the Steelers Roethl- is
0: who we're talking about for the people who may not but
1: know. The, but look at the, but look at Ben Rothenberg He's been playing trash. He's been playing he trash.
0: Started playing trash
1: for a couple. A He's lot of games. Actually
0: improved tremendously.
1: A lot of again, but it, is it because of him or is it because of Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell? Those are the people that are making him look good. Because right now, to me, it seems as Antonio Brown that's really doing all the heavy lifting.
0: If you can throw it fifty yards down the field, I promise you, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown will make you look good too, as long as you have a little bit of accuracy on that throw.
1: Yeah, but look how they, look how better they, look how much better they can be, and Bethel, Ben Roethlisberger is not. It's a, it's. I'm telling you, it's a whole system. The Patriots are good because of their system. When Tom Brady's not yeah. there, they still win. Their system, system is,
0: if you don't go out there and do your job, you will be benched. If you go out there after we bench you and you still don't do your job, you will get cut. That's a great system. Why? Because everybody shows up to work or they know they're out of a job. It's that simple. Like And like I said, in terms of Eli Manning, he has not been going out there and producing the numbers. Yes, you can bring up every reason as to why. And I understand and I sympathize with him. But... In terms of looking towards the future, the only thing about that decision that pissed me off was them saying they're going to start him for the first drive, then sit him, and then put in Geno Smith. No. Bench him outright, put in Dave's Webb. assess your future. If Dave's Webb isn't good, then put in Geno Smith.
1: Davis Webb isn't that good. He's not ready. That's the reason why they're not we starting know.
0: him. We know he's not, but at the same time, he ha- he still hasn't been tested in like the full speed NFL. Like you've gotta not, Gino, you gotta put him in there.
1: If they're putting gotta put him in there. That's like, not how it works. If they're if they're putting look, in,
0: I'm judging them based on what they said as far as seeing what the future holds. Yeah. That's what they said. So if that's the case, you put in the kit But are you that simple? Be, but
1: because what they said does that does that give them credibility? First of all, if the, if they thought Davis Davis Webb was ready, they would have put him in before Geno Smith. Davis Webb is not ready you're but
0: putting and, no they literally said we're going to put in geno smith if it doesn't work out during that game in the second half I'm going to put in Webb. that's not that
1: that means that means davis Webb's still not ready it doesn't but matter that, but that's if they to want me, to, if you're willing if to you're, pull
0: geno smith and then put in davis webb in the second half it does that means he's first half ready put him in i mean he's and if he's, he's not, not ready, ready for the first half then why the hell are we even having a conversation of backups when you have eli manning
1: that's but that's my point now that's what i'm trying to say the Giants just want to bench him, despite him. That's that's all it is. Because first of all, season's lost. You're not gonna win. You're not making the playoffs. Everyone knows that. If Davis Webb was ready, you would have put him in right away. He's not ready. You're putting in Geno Smith. Geno Smith is a free agent next season, and we know he's not gonna be with the Giants. So what? Is, why are you benching Eli? It's a full on tank move. Have him fin- have Eli finish the season. You're not winning games. You're not making the playoffs. Let him finish the season. If Eli wants to go somewhere else later on, I think
0: the Giants are it. essentially trying to compete with the Browns to get a top ranked quarterback.
1: It has not it even it did not okay fine. If you want to get a quarterback, you'll get a quarterback. No matter what place you're finishing in, top in bottom five anyways, you'll get a quarterback. You're you'll get a quarterback. That's not the, that's not the issue. They're just doing it to spite Eli. And the Giants have recently, they've been known for this. Look what they did to Tom Coughlin. As soon as Tom Coughlin left, team got worse. Got absolutely worse, and this is the problem with the GM and the owner and and freaking Ben McAdoo right now, and they're just doing this by Eli. It's like, okay, Eli, you yeah, you've been doing bad, but name name a uh, a quarterback in the NFL right now that could produce without wide receivers, without an O line, without a running game? There's not one, not one quarterback. Not even not even Aaron Rodgers could do it. Y- you can't do it, and Eli's been without a running game for five years. O line for three years, and this season no receivers. So it's like, what do you want him to do? Maybe
0: Russell Westbrook, Uh, Russell Wilson.
1: Russell Wilson, (laughs) yeah, has a defense. Has a defense. No
0: offense. No. Yeah,
1: he has an offense. He has receivers. He has receivers. (sighs) Doug Baldwin is there. He has a receiver. The Giants have a, no one. Giants have a, no one wide receiver. He has
0: no o line because he's scrambling all the time.
1: <laughs> and and Russell um, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson had uh, Marshawn Lynch before that too.
0: It's only yeah, two years. That. It's only two and when years they now. They needed him the most. They didn't use him like assholes. That's
1: the coaches. That's a coaches' <laughs> problem too. And two and but the they same, have no
0: running game this year.
1: Two years now they haven't had a running game, and we're seeing it. They're not winning because they don't have it. Everyone on their defense now. Their defense is being overextended. People are getting hurt. That's what happened to Sherman. Um, he's out for the season um who else has gone from th- that whole legion boom thing is done they're done after this this season year they're probably going to go somewhere else but yeah it it's you don't have an offensive line you don't have receivers and you don't have a running game there's no quarterback on earth that can produce like that not even the best court you could have a Joe Montana there and he's not doing it tom brady you could have him there
0: he's not doing it it's as simple as that tom brady works with less <laughs>
1: what do you mean tom brady works with less <laughs>
0: i'm chirping bro. No,
1: he doesn't he, he has something just like that and like i said the giants they're wrong for it but you know what eli is probably going to go to jacksonville or some shit and go back with tom coughlin and they're going to see what's they're going to see what they're
0: going to honestly out. wouldn't surprise me and i mean they're probably the best thing for eli considering how good that defense is they got leonard Fournette. if uh hearns comes back healthy they'll be great if uh robinson comes back healthy they'll be great like They'd have he'd have his weapons he'd have his runner and he'd have his defense we'd be good to go
1: eh, we'll see how that goes next topic next you wanted topic. to go into wait
0: wait 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 let me see what's up oh Tennessee Greg Schiano mm-hmm. fucking this is one of those situations where the Twitter Facebook mob gets their way and I really think like that's essentially what it was because it was announced that Greg Shanna was going to be signed to Tennessee. Like they, Well, not was going to be signed, was literally signed to Tennessee. He got the job. They announced that he had the job. And then the mob of people who were basically saying he was a part of the Penn State scandal, that he knew and did nothing about it, took over. And I have a mixed bag of feeling about this simply because the investigation proved that he wasn't in direct influence as towards keeping anything a secret anything he had actually known was shown that he had went to the proper authorities the proper chance to talk about it and as we all know it wasn't anybody who was associated with that football team but more of the higher-ups that kept a lot of that stuff secret to then use that against Greg Schiano for him to not get a coaching job I felt was an egregious thing to do. And I felt the only reason that came about was simply because, and this would have been the better reason as to why they shouldn't have gotten him, he hasn't proven himself as a good head coach in college. To me, that is a reason to not have him there. But to mask that reason of him not being a good football coach, to then basically defecate and slander his name as somebody who was a part of and sympathize with the abusers, personally and this is just going based off the information that we were given based on the investigation, we know that's not true.
1: Well, what can I say about Greg shiano Like, I understand, you know, the whole Penn State thing
0: with Sandusky and all that stuff. It's very, it's a very, it's a very, tricky, very touchy, tricky and touchy subject. Very... Like, I in no way, shape or form want to make anything light about this because when it broke out, like, I know people who went to Penn State. I know people who have spoken to Sandusky, who has spoken to the uh, the late Pec oh my God, I forgot his name
1: Patina right Patino,
0: yeah, okay, so it's like knowing people who have like been in direct contact with these guys and like the high praise that they have for them to have this guy then come out it It was one of those things where it's like it really makes you kind of do a double take and really just assess how well people really know what's happening around them you know so given that i've always looked at that situation that's like kind of off limits beyond what we know as fact and don't even entertain anything we know as fiction mm-hmm. just because it's just one of those situations where yes people were abused it's not funny whatsoever it's something that you got to really take in and, and really understand and the one thing about that whole situation when it comes to Greg Schiano in Tennessee is.
1: Oh, and I mean Joe Paterno. Sorry, I said Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino's, best. <laughs> Rick Pitino's the, um,
0: the basketball coach
1: who's in a scandal himself too. But it will yeah, be another time. Yeah, there's so many. But people. Joe Paterno. That's what I meant. There's
0: Not, so many people in scandals yeah. when it comes to sports entertainment. Like I'm, I'm honestly like mixing names and everything. So yeah, but, but it's just one of those things where like we look at Greg Schiano, right? Now, if if he was really as horrible as people are making out to be. He would have never coached another game again. He would never coach at Purdue. He would have never been able to to come into the NFL and coach for Tampa Bay. Like there would have never been avenues for him again because of this situation. Not to say that we don't have people out there that turn a blind eye to it just because they know what skill level you bring. Like we're seeing it right now in Hollywood, where there's so many people that'll just be like, Well, we know this is going on, but he's gonna bring in the money. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. It's more a matter of when that was happening the biggest names in connection were brought up. And he was one of those names that was brought up. And he was one of those names that basically went and said everything it said, had all his stories aligned and corroborated. And then the investigation, when it was done, they said, okay, like you did what you had to do. Like you didn't keep silence about anything. So for that reason, like they had nothing to hold against him. Mm-hmm. But what Tennessee did, what, what Twitter did essentially was take that little bit of information of, yeah, he was a part of it and almost do like a feeling of the flames for something that really wasn't a direct cause of what he's done.
1: Well, you have to understand right now with the whole climate of all this, the, uh, the Harvey Weinstein and all that kind of stuff that's so going sensitive. on right now. It's, it's so very, sensitive. The world is very sensitive, and there are a lot of social justice warriors on freaking Facebook saying, "Oh no, we can't do this because of this." Blah blah blah, and it's costing people their jobs, rightly so if they're accused of doing something. Yeah. But But um, you can't be, you can't be that overly sensitive about certain things because it's like, uh, you have to, you got, you need, you can't prosecute someone without the it's always um innocent until proven guilty and obviously shiano and um i personally think that a lot more people were aware of what's going on it's just that back then no one said anything yeah of course but but it's not for me to say it's not for me to say that okay he shouldn't get a head job because of this if he's proven that okay everything else happened and he's done with it cool my cool.
0: biggest reason for him not being he says is just the fact that he has a tracker and not being a good head coach well he's like you good. don't have the wins and to me it's like and look I feel like if if Tennessee actually went out and got a coach as like a proven winner no matter what they would have they would have kept quiet they were like oh you're a proven winner you're good to go
1: well he's only been a coach what uh, at Rutgers for like he was a coach there for like 10 years and didn't do anything really yeah and um, okay, I, I get it.
0: I I really feel like that's what it was. It was just a matter of you're you're not a guy that's brought much to the table as far as head coaching goes.
1: Well you know, it's college. College is not the same as NFL.
0: They they would hire anyone. But I I mainly mention that because it becomes a slippery slope now, where it's a matter of anything from your past that, if the climate determines it, is enough to stop you from getting forward.
1: Hear that people go back into your timeline and delete all the bullshit you said when you were younger. <laughs> I mean come, I, I it'll didn't come say back
0: that, but I think you should. <laughs> it'll come back and haunt you. But I'm not I'm not afraid of that stuff. Like I whatever I said, I stand. I, I can say this, no. There was a time in Twitter history where the F word was flying like it was hot cakes on a Sunday morning. Which F word? On... I ain't gonna say it. We can't we can't say it now. It's twenty seventeen.
1: You can't say it. I could say it if I want to. So say it then. Faggot? it?
0: yeah okay
1: so it's a word if you feel sensitive about it too bad i'm not calling anyone a faggot i'm just saying the word that used to say go for it like what people are way too sensitive man it's like it's words okay it's like it's like um you remember that old um chris rock sketch where he he said um he's driving his car and after he said, he said he said the word faggot, okay. he said no, I'm not I'm not insulting, you, calling you gay or anything like that. But there's some stupid shit that you do that warrants me to call you that. And he said it's he's basically attributing the word faggot to idiosi- um, being an idiot. And I get that, and I understand that people just have to you know learn to understand like, okay, you need to relax. And we even had this discussion too with with Patrick and all that stuff, like. The reason, reason why people say oh, all these racist stuff. Okay, you're, you're you're saying racist stuff to be an asshole. You're not saying racist stuff to be racist. And but what, whatever the case is and all that stuff. But what I was saying, people, go back if you if you are afraid to stand what you say, or you're afraid you might get in trouble with something, go back into your your Facebook stuff, go back into your timeline and Twitter and
0: delete, and delete
1: whatever it is. I personally am not scared because I, I stand on what I say so. If people want to come after me or something, cool. I said it, I said it. What's gonna to happen to you? What's the worst that can happen to me? I said it years ago. What's the worst that can happen to me? Oh, you said this. Okay, yeah, I did then what? Cool. Fired from your job. Huh?
0: Get that flag on your name.
1: No, that's fine. If if you're if if my job is actually going out there actively looking for something for me to get me fired, I can sue them for that. And that's how and That's how you deal with it And if it's something More than years ago Because I'm I'm very Cognizant of what I'm saying So if you know People just want to Be stupid like that And try to get me fired Cool There's uh There's ways to handle that too
0: just delete problematic tweets that you had. Nah, past, my my man. stuff is do staying there. Do yourself a favor. My stuff is staying there. Just do yourself a favor, man.
1: If if you to, if you want to go back all <laughs> the way, if you want to go all the way back into my into my life to find out what I said, wow, you really must be desperate to find something.
0: <laughs> Yo, some people are desperate, and it's not even that hard. You literally just like put in a person's at name, and then just put in whatever word you feel is a trigger word, and then look for whatever you want. Like it's yeah. all gonna pop up. Yeah. It's literally like two seconds which is why I went through a lot of my shit and just started deleting <laughs> Whatever.
1: Greg Schiano, you'll get a head job you'll get you'll get a coaching job, I'm not sure what oh, he'll 100% he'll, get
0: another you coaching get job a, just, get I just, like I said, job. I felt it was more a matter of them, like the social media outburst of something that we all went through together and noticed together and dealt with and we established who were the culprits and who weren't. Greg Schiano was one of the people we established was not a culprit but just the fact that they used that as an excuse to get rid of him, when in reality, the only reason they didn't want him there is because he's not a good head coach. Just tell the fucking truth, man.
1: he's a big school,
0: so they, have, they, have, they can do whatever they want, really. And they're still fucking garbage. Yeah, I guess so. All right, next up, uh, we will keeping it on the sports topic. LeBron James gets ejected after one technical. How fucking stupid was that? Well, it wasn't one technical. It just No, no. He got one technical and got ejected because... He was arguing, so that's two texts. Because what is his name? Kane Fitzgerald felt like he punched the air and came at me aggressively and then started shouting profanity. So that was enough for him to suggest that he should be ejected after one technical.
1: Well, it's two technicals. You don't you, you by rule, you can't get ejected by one. It's it's you got the one technical for whatever you're doing, and after you're arguing and continuing, that's two techs, so you're out for sure. I, I really don't care because the NBA is soft, right? It now, is
0: f- fucking soft. The it's NBA soft is, as shit.
1: The NBA is soft, so like I, I really don't care what Dude, these referees every say. every
0: other sport. So long as you don't threaten to bodily harm or kill someone, you can say whatever you want. Hockey players Shout every profanity in the book as long as they don't touch them or threaten their life. Football players shout every profanity in the book so long as they don't touch them; they're good. Every damn sport, soccer, everything. Well, not soccer. No, soccer, no. you get card. You yeah, get, you'll get carded if you you literally get in the ref's face.
1: No, you'll get carded
0: you in the and Premier, those are sensitive refs.
1: No, in the Premier League, they're this sensitive. Is, refs. This is this is the rule now. If if you if you say something to the ref that's why they can retro, retroactively go back and give you cards now because because of a situation like that in the, in in the premium. that's why everyone's more calm now towards the referees and they don't get into their face because of that's
0: it fucking sensitive cuz
1: they they will get they will retroactively get a red card or a yellow card
0: Point so they so can't of do that in all anyway. the sports the nba is the absolute worst like we talk about divas in sports where like players are divas NBA refs are the divas of divas, man. No. Yes, they
1: are. Baseball is worse. Oh, yeah. Baseball, baseball. the umpires are worse than baseball. Trust but you
0: know me. what? Yeah, Trust as bad as me. they are, they still, at, at the very least, let you scream in their face for a good whole minute before they throw you out. They give you 60 seconds, and they give you the three warnings.
1: Yeah, but they screw you with calls, which is which directly affects it more than basketball. Well,
0: yeah, the because they, they're still living in the fucking Stone Age where they don't implement the fucking replays. Like we got cameras there for a reason but they're like oh we don't want to slow down the game we'll get the calls right first please <laughs> well that's the thing it's, it's a it's a it's a whole different thing every
1: every sports has their their caveat but basketball over the years has gotten a lot more soft
0: soft as soft than anything
1: it is so like me me seeing LeBron getting ejected for arguing with the ref I was like okay cool whatever I don't care because it's like it be as soft as it is right now if you sneeze it, it was more to, the reasoning if that you s- up. if you sneeze you get kicked out of the game like, so it's like I can,
0: if he had said straight up yeah LeBron said I'd punch you in the face then yeah 100% he deserves to go but you said he punched the air. The punch that he referred to happened before he even got anywhere near the referee. And then to say he approached me aggressively and was very vulgar. Well, yeah, like you have a bunch of like Overly exercised, fucking testosterone-driven men playing a fucking sport where they want to win. Of course, there's going to be intense emotions involved when you feel like you got screwed out of a fucking call. If you can't take a little B rating because you made a bad call, maybe you should make better calls. Yeah, it's not that hard dude ever since
1: ever since the, the brawl between indiana and detroit they've cracked down on the nba
0: a lot because and understandably they don't want that. i can understand that type of situation bringing you to a point where it's like yeah we have to crack down on on letting players be as as emotionally physical as they deem it necessary but if you make a bad call and i want to shout at you i should be able to shout at you because you made a bad call you get paid six fucking figures Make a good call. Yeah, refs get paid six figures. I should be able to yell at you. Um If yeah. I like why the hell are you here making bad calls if I can't yell at you? You're just gonna keep making bad calls.
1: <laughs> Listen, man, I, I all I have to say is that um
0: And the thing about that guy too is like he he's one of like the younger guys who he's one of like in a strange way to say, it, like he's like a protege referee where I think he's only, he's 36 years old, but been refing in the NBA for nine years. So it's like, he started really young, but that, that goes to show like the type of skill he had that they were comfortable enough to have him there. So for him, a guy that is almost revered for how fast he was able to make it to the NBA level. To do something like that out of like pure sensitivity and like, like I said, I don't, I don't,
1: on, pu- I don't put much, put my much mind into. Put NBA. your
0: fucking big word on. Ever since that brawl happened, at, and w- take the earful from the fucking best player in the NBA when he tells you you made a bad fucking call, even if you didn't make a bad call and he was in the wrong, you take that shit. Why do you know why? He puts asses in the seats. That's fucking money, man. Yeah, Imagine was, if he had ejected Kobe for that type of shit. That's fucking bullshit, man. But he's not Kobe. Kobe's a champion. Kobe's a five-time champion. I'm just saying. Put Kobe there. Put Jordan there. Put anybody who's a fucking star in that same position and have that same type of ejection. What are you doing? Put Steph Curry there, anybody. Like, KD there, anybody. KD it's got, ridiculous, Didn't, didn't bro. KD just get ejected? Yeah, okay. which, and that ejection, too, was fucking stupid.
1: Okay, but that's what I'm telling you. NBA soft. If Kobe... First of all, Kobe would never get rejected because he's too box office.
0: Ejected, not rejected.
1: Ejected, whatever. If he he would never get ejected because he's box office. That's that's.
0: And you're saying LeBron isn't box he, office?
1: No, not not for oh, where we'll he is. Up, look out
0: of here! What?
1: Not for where he is. Do you do Jason, you realize? Jason, do you realize the Los, Jason, Los Angeles Lakers?
0: Jason, Jason. He's box office. Jason, for come one on. Team. Put your biases aside. Put those biases aside. We all know how bandwagon fans work. When it comes to LeBron James, he is box office. He shows up anywhere. That's asses in the seats. No. He set out
1: games for when it's one time. He he set out games if for one time. If we thing. know
0: LeBron is playing, that's asses in the seats. It's LeBron fucking James. What are you saying?
1: That's not box office. Box office, you show up and you play all the time. That's
0: box no, office. Box office. You come is? and put a show. You don't sit down. LeBron is playing tonight. I want to see LeBron play. That's box office. LeBron if he sits. He sits. LeBron. Whatever. But people will still show just with the anticipation that LeBron's going to play in Cleveland. That's who he is in Cleveland. Anywhere
1: in Cleveland. Anywhere. Not anywhere because he sits. He sat. He sits out away games he Guys, sits out this games. this is
0: the biased it's case. not biased i yes, can give you facts this is pure bias. do you want me right to give now? you facts this is pure because lebron facts? is out if there. he's
1: saying if he's saying yes if. i don't have to say that with kobe. i can say if he, he oh because
0: kobe played every fucking game he was ever in
1: yes when he's not injured yes oh, here, when he's not injured yes kobe never set out games kobe never sat out games i don't know where you got this from lebron sat out so many games last season games where game did he games out? where he only visited what once what game did he sit out Minnesota sat out Heat sat
0: out I'm giving healthy you giving, scratches is what you're saying healthy scratches injured?
1: healthy scratches where he sat out Kobe never sat out that's what box office when you come and put on a show that's that's why Jordan yo
0: I can tell you right now Kobe should have sat out a few games
1: it doesn't matter if he sat out he did, he did he his work he should have sat out a he few games he did his work and that's why and that's why people say Kobe is better than LeBron because he has that I'm not talking about defensive. who's
0: better than who I'm saying straight up it's box office. If you know that team is coming in, they buy the tickets in advance, whether he plays or not. We know. Oh, Cleveland is playing this team. We're buying. It's sold out. That's not how it works. That's not how the NBA works. Yes, it fucking does. You mark your calendar. What? You never heard the term mark your calendar?
1: Mark before? your calendar. Okay, Cleveland's coming to Toronto. You're in Toronto. They're buying
0: the fucking tickets. You're bro. buying.
1: You're buying tickets, and LeBron sits out. They're still the tickets are already bought. So that's not box office because you came to see the, LeBron. You didn't come to see Cleveland. If a game is to
0: sold out weeks before the game is even played, that's box office, man. No, that
1: that that's that's selling out. That's not box office. You're not putting on a show.
0: Oh, a come box office on, is putting on man. a show. Come on, you don't even believe that shit yourself, man. Like what? What are you talking about? If it's about? a box office hit, that's what it does. No, it's not. It sells out before it even you, happens. No, it sells out
1: because you come to see the person there. You want to see play. You don't come you see yeah. the Come Whether he shows
0: up or not, it's already sold. N-
1: but that's not box office. That's just selling out. That's just selling out No, sell you're, you're talking that's about... That's selling tickets to sell tickets. You're talking
0: appearance. Appearance is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about money. Money in the bank. That's all I'm talking about. If we know... LeBron James is playing Toronto, or LeBron James is playing the Celtics, or whatever it is. Whether he plays or not, they see the team he's on. Oh, Cavaliers are playing Toronto on this date. People are buying tickets for that date. Okay, and they're going to sell them back for cheaper. And they're not. And uh, what's the point? Because you're you're going. The initial you no, know, that doesn't matter. The initial ticket bought goes towards the NBA. Done. Whether they resell their tickets afterwards illegally or legally. That's doesn't not matter. box
1: office, though. That's not doesn't box matter. office. doesn't matter. If you're sitting out games, you're not box office. Once the ticket is
0: purchased, it goes towards the NBA. If you're, if you're... It goes towards a sale. So even if you're looking and you're like, oh, this is are but they're saying it's a sellout crowd, it's because the tickets were sold.
1: Okay, you sell the tickets. Oh, we hear LeBron's not going to play tonight. I'm not buying concession food. I'm not buying anything in the stands. That's money lost. I'm sorry. That's people not showing
0: they up. They make more money on the tickets. No, than they don't. The no, they don't. I can guarantee. Dude, I- tickets are like two hundred fucking dollars. Nobody's, but not Dude, many people. The not- Los Angeles Lakers. Dude, in- you're paying two hundred bucks to get in there, but people aren't paying two. Not majority of people aren't paying two hundred dollars once they're in there. They're not. That's fact. You're buying food. You're buying thing. You're selling. You're selling. Yeah, you're selling. You are buying that, but. You majority of people who go there are not spending more than what the tickets worth.
1: But you're 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 still losing money because you're getting people's not coming. You don't understand. You're not, you're not
0: listening to what I'm saying. You don't understand. The majority of people who are there, yes, you're losing. Money Dude, you could sell the tickets for five
1: dollars. But... You could there's tickets that sell for five dollars. There's no ticket that sells only two hundred and up. There's tickets that sell for twenty-something dollars. You're still missing another twenty-something dollars you could buy from food. That's small
0: market. And there's still more people. There's more
1: people you're talking paying
0: small market teams right now. If when it comes to teams that are big market, cheapest you're gonna find is 80 bucks. A big market team? Big market team. If, you're cheapest lucky. $80? if you cheapest eighty
1: dollars? Are you crazy? Lucky. No, that's cheapest big market team you're paying. Two hundred and up. Two hundred and up. What did I just say?
0: Cavaliers, two hundred and up.
1: Cavaliers is not a big market team. They're a small market team. Cavaliers is a small market team. I don't I'm not sure how to tell you this, but Cavaliers is a small market team. Do you know Cavaliers lost money this season? Do you know they lost money because they're a small market team? Do you Jason, know that?
0: Jason, you're 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 trying to say people aren't coming out for the Catholics.
1: It's a small market team. It's a small market team. I'm sorry, it's a small market team. It's not Boston. It's not New York. It's not Los Angeles. It's not Chicago. Those are the big market teams. Cleveland is not a big market.
0: Whatever you say, Jason.
1: So I'm right. There you go. I'm uh... right. No, you can't. You're Whatever not. Whatever you say, Jason. If you can't argue or have a conversation about facts, then I'm right. Because you haven't given me one single fact yet. You're saying, oh, Cleveland's not as smart mate. Whatever. That's Whatever it. Whatever
0: you say, Jason.
1: Okay. I say I'm right. That's what I'm saying.
0: Whatever. If you're right, you're right.
1: Jason. I am right. I know I'm right. Because I give you facts because I'm right. Go on your, go your phone.
0: phone. You can go back no, on I'm, your phone. I'm checking alone. the next topic, bro. We're okay. I'm right.
1: That. I win. I'm sorry.
0: I'm, Let's talk
1: Grammy. Sorry you yeah. feel disappointed, but I won. There's no disappointment over here. You more. lost. Let's talk Grammy. I give you numbers and facts, and that's it.
0: I lost like Cam. Okay. Huh? I lost like Cam. Hey, you
1: lose, you lose. I win, I win. That's what counts, right?
0: (laughs) If you say so, bro.
1: Okay, that's I do say so. If you say so. I did say
0: so. Let's talk Grammys, man. Let's talk about the nominations of the Grammys.
1: (laughs) Yo, this is the thing, man. If you want to argue, argue, but have facts behind it. If you're going to tell me Cleveland's a big team... Hey,
0: we're on Grammys right now. Hey,
1: dude, if you're, I'm telling you. If you're going to tell me Cleveland's a big we're on, team, argue Cleveland's right a big team. But don't make up stuff. We're Do not Grammys make up right stuff.
0: We're on Grammys right now. That's all I have to say. Don't make anything up. We're on to the Grammys. All right, so there's some big nominations happening here. And for the first time in... Well, since I think it was 1991, if I'm not mistaken on my dates, it's the first time for Album of the Year there's no white male representative as a nomination it's pretty damn big Mm. pretty damn big news
1: well who came out with songs though who came out with songs who came out with something this year
0: oh there was a lot well as far as the nominations go for album of the year you got Childish Gambino with Awaken My Love you got Jay-Z with 444 you got Kendrick Lamar with Damn you got Lord who is the sole white representative with Melodrama and you got Bruno Mars with 24 Carat Magic okay but oh it's been a it's looking pretty good. Like me, I'm a huge music guy, I, and something I feel like we got to implement more on this Probably has more music talk, man. But Jason, he he's not big on the music like I am. We got to get Jason into the music. You guys got to send Jason your music and really get him like back into the swing of things
1: cuz it's not original anymore.
0: Everything yeah, he, sounds the same. You got to get him off off the old school shit. Like he doesn't listen to anything past like what, 2004?
1: Because everything right now sounds the same. And that's fact. Everything everything sounds the same. No, I can't agree with that. Everything sounds the same. And the stuff that you're listening to probably right now is inspired from old school stuff. So what are you trying to tell me? It's the same thing. Jay-Z's stuff. Jay-Z's been Jay-Z for how many years? He doesn't sing anything like a mumble rapper. So I know what to expect from Jay-Z. Kendrick Lamar is different. I know what to expect from him. Charles Gambino's the same thing. They all get their influence from the old school. So... That's the reason why I don't listen to like any of that mumble rap bullshit. That's why you don't see any of them like nominated for anything, because it's all sounding the same.
0: Nobody you mentioned is mumble rap.
1: But, but you understand what I'm talking about. The reason why these things are nominated for Grammys is because they sound different. And the new music right now, it's completely flooded with mumble rap bullshit, same pop-sounding nonsense. That's why you don't regularly see... I'm sure there's a lot more white artists who could have been nominated for Grammys, for album of the year or whatever but because their thing sounds so similar to each other this year you won't get that and that's why you're getting stuff like Jay-Z Jay-Z I never I never really thought Jay-Z is a good artist but he still comes out with quality stuff same thing with Kendrick Lamar same thing quality extremely good quality stuff and um, like I said there's a whole bunch of other rappers singers and everything like that even uh, what's her face Um, the chick uh, Taylor Swift
0: I fucking hate that one
1: Taylor Swift even, even even, even, she, her her stuff sounds all the same thing too. It sounds all the same. That's why Nicki Minaj, everyone's like fed up with her because that's how she sounds in every single thing. Did you just mumble, rap, Taylor Swift? No, that's the Nicki Minaj. That's, <laughs> that's the cadence of how she goes. That's the cadence of all her songs. It's always that. It's, that's, that's the cadence of Nicki Minaj's song. And people are tired of it. That's why we're getting. That's why you're hearing Cardi B is doing way better than whatever she's been, than whatever um Nicki Minaj has been doing, and people are just you know, they're fed up with it. And I think that mumble rap nonsense is gonna it's gonna fade out in the next year or two or so, and then you're gonna start hearing more old school stuff coming back. Because I know Jada Kiss and Fabulous has an album coming out. Um, it already came out. If it it came out already?
0: Oh yeah. When last week? It's fire, bro. Last
1: last Friday. So know. there you go. The, their their stuff came out, and it's that's what people Yo, I mean, want. Make me want to put on a ski mask and drive in a black hoop team and rob some motherfuckers. That, that that, sure that's fine. But that's the thing. People want that stuff, and they they want they, they want rap again. They want singing again. They want R and B again. It's just that music labels won't put you back so on. We're gonna it talk again.
0: about these nominees. or are you gonna keep ranting.
1: But it's all the same. Okay, who are you gonna name? More, name more nominees. <laughs> uh, name more
0: nominees. I'll, I'll tell you about. All right, let's start at the top since like I opened up the website. So. General Field Stuff. We're talking uh, record of the year right now. So they got uh, Redbone from Childish Gambino. Okay. They got Despacito by uh, Louis Fonzie, Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. Is yeah. this song of the year or album record, of the record, year? record, record, record. So right. the, the, your single IP... Um, yeah, basically, the rec- for those that don't know, CWP. the record of the year is basically... Track everyone, most. everyone who's involved with the creation of it. Because they always have, like, record of the year and song of the year, and the difference between the two is basically song of the year is credited towards the songwriters, whereas record of the year goes towards the writers, the producers, the performers, the engineers, like, basically every single person who's involved with the creation of the song. So, record of the year, like I said, we start, you have uh, Childish Gambino with Redbone, which I thought was fucking phenomenal. And you got uh, Desposito, as I said before, with Louise Vonzi, uh, Daddy Yankee, Justin Bieber.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: got Story of OJ, which is Jay Z and No ID as producer. You got Humble Like mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, who's uh, Ashton Hogan and uh, Michael May were producers on that. And a 24-karat magic from Bruno Mars, shampoo, press, and curl. we producers on that. Okay. So I can tell you my my personal choice for this, who I'd love to see you win this. Overall, I, I would love Redbone to win this. And that's more of, like, just a personal bias pick. Like, I feel like Childish Gambino really went on a different direction with his album as a whole. And like that song was just one of those songs where when people heard it for the first time, like they were completely shocked. It was so different. It had like a kind of like funk flair to it, but it was very like Neil soul at the same time. Like it was just a sound that like most people really hadn't heard before, you know? And for that purpose alone, like, I feel like it, it because it's such a standout compared to like the other styles that are on this category, like, to me, that would be the song I would pick to win.
1: I think Bruno Mars is gonna win.
0: Exactly, I feel like, but Record of the Year Academy-wise, like what they're looking at, it would be. I think Bruno it's gonna Mars. be
1: Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars because, um, because not only because of the number of plays that it had, but it's catchy as well, and his whole you know line of uh, his whole work, in general. Yeah. It's uh. It's. I don't want to say it's better than Movie Gamino, but it's more consistent
0: well, no like it's it, he's more it consistent much to- like it touches that funk pop section of things
1: yeah
0: and, like, and on top of it too it's like Bruno Mars is just one of those guys that when he puts something out everybody pays attention to it you know and I, I just feel like the song itself is fucking phenomenal, man. Like, I still listen to it today. I still, I'll get fucking jiggy with it. I'll fucking dance my ass off when Yeah, Bruno is shit. good. I,
1: I, I, I like his stuff. So he, he's, this thing's probably going to Yeah, I feel
0: off. like that's more of, like, the academy-friendly pick to go with if if you're running a betting game, you know? Like, legally, of course, but if you're doing a little betting on the grannies. <laughs> I people do do that. Uh, oh, people do it. People do bet on the Or you grannies. do drinking games <laughs> with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we'll go back to album of the year. And uh, like I said, we had uh, Awaken My Love by Charles Gambino, Mm -hmm. 444 by Jay-Z, we got Damn by Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama by Lorde, and 24K Magic by Bruno Mars. Now, personal pick on this, I honestly feel like Damn should win this just because, like, Kendrick, like, everything he puts out is just, it's platinum. Like, it, you know it's good. It's platinum, and on top of it, it's like he broke away from his usual style. Like, he had more of a, there's multiple tracks on this album that could be singles and standalones, whereas more often than not, he makes albums that are meant to be listened to cohesively, where it's like start to finish, you're going to listen to it, and you're going to love it, whereas this, as much as, yeah, start to finish, I listen to it, and I still listen to it start to finish the one thing about this album is there's a bunch of tracks that like if you just want to bump one of them you can just bump one of them and then move back over to whatever genre you're in you know and and that's why i would pick dan as like a personal pick but i will say expect jc to win it for 444 and the reason i say this is more of like a politics reason they're giving him the lifetime achievement award at the grammys do not be surprised if there was some pull put in place to make him get the album of the year.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't listened to all the albums to really have a big coming up album of the year. I would only go for Bruno Mars because I've heard more songs from his stuff yeah. than anything. Like I said, like I said the consistency thing cuz all his songs was everywhere on the radio. Oh yeah. So that's sure. why I, that's why I heard it the most. Dude, man, like, I that's love
0: why, that Bruno that's Mars. That's why I,
1: album. that's why I heard all of his songs the most. So that's that's the only reason I could say I would pick Bruno Mars. Yeah. And but, look, like um, all
0: five yeah. of these albums that are nominated are fucking good. Like, I even like Lord's album, I listen to a lot. Like, all of them are albums that I listen to. Lord is to, a chick, right? Yeah, from Australia. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. to no, me, I remember. it's like I, I always judge it too. Like, if I listen to it more than three times, then I feel like to me, it's a good album. It's an album that I'm going to hold on to. So, all of these albums are albums I listen to more than three times, you yeah. know, like every single one of them just phenomenal albums but like i said like as from a pure grammy political stance do not be shocked if jay-z wins it simply because of the lifetime achievement award and yeah he's getting that but usually artists show up because they're getting more than just one thing and we all know like people pay for their awards like don't be surprised man. Uh, i don't know so anything else you want to add for album Nah, no, not really all right, move on to song of the year. So as I said before, like song of the year is basically for songwriters. And on that, we have uh, Desposito. We have also 444 from Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. We got Issues from uh, Benny Blanco, Mickle, Storlier, Erickson, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> A lot of names there. Too many names. Uh, 1-800-273-8255 from... Yeah, the Suicide Song. That's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> This suicide hotline. Please. Whatever, this is a suicide song, I call Dress it. Press it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Logic featuring <it>. Lissy <laughs> Car and Khalid. Honestly, I have to tell you this truth. the truth, re- uh, the only reason I know Logic is because I saw. One
1: more, one more!
0: Okay, go ahead. Then you have That's What I Like, which is Bruno uh, Mars, but a whole bunch of writers on that one, too. The only reason I know about Logic
1: is because I saw an episode of Rick and Morty. Versus The Vindicators. I had no, I, I like, I've probably seen Logics probably to a certain point, but I had no really interest in this song. Even a song is, it's depressing. It's very depressing. Well, the song serves a purpose. To depress you. <laughs> whatever, but, but I think um, the Despaccio, or spot despac- whatever it's called.
0: Desposito.
1: Desposito, whatever it's called. That's going to win song of the year, because whatever, yeah. it's
0: played over no, to the- death. Not only that, the reason I feel like Despacito is going to win Song of the Year is because everything that's happened in Puerto Rico. I feel like, no, like, in in all seriousness, I don't think it's going to get Record of the Year, but I do think it's going to get Song of the Year. Like, that's the place where it's going to get rewarded, simply because of everything that's happening, and I believe this is the first time, I think for both Song and Record of the Year, that a Puerto Rican artist was nominated in those positions. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, you're not getting it for record, I don't expect back them to get it for record. I'd be shocked if they did, and I mean, congratulations if they do, but for song of the year, 100% that's what they're going to get it for. Yeah,
1: they're probably going to win it. I have no doubts with that, so we'll see
0: how that goes. Though, I would like to see Bruno Mars get it for That's What I Like. Yeah. That's a great fucking song, man. Then you have next category, Best New Artist. Alright. Alright, on the list, Alessia Cara, Khalid, Little Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels and SZA. I
1: don't know any of these people. <laughs> I know Uzi Vert, but that's because of his stupidness. But um, honestly, for this, I have no idea.
0: I can't give you an answer for this. One. I need it to be between SZA and Little Uzi Vert, though I do feel like little Uzi Vert should win it.
1: They'll never give. They'll never give a mumble rapper a Grammy. They'll
0: never do it. Say what you want. I, I look at it like this: best new artist sits. To me, it's not a matter of just musically what you're doing. It's more of your your influence and and your 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 demographic push. Little Lucy Vert has literally taken over everything for the teen scene. I have no idea. Tell you the truth, I really well, I, I'm I'm yeah. educating you on this. When you look at everything that XL Tour Life did, and then how big everything rushed forward when it's out like Love Is Rage 2 came out. Lil Uzi Vert has literally been everywhere, from not just the music, the videos, the gifts that they create of him, like, they meme the fuck out of him, because he's literally somebody who's really pushing a demographic forward, like, he's speaking to that younger teen generation that this applies to the most. He's somebody that's going to be holding a mantle for quite some time, and he was also in a position, too, where a lot of people felt like, if he didn't have a breakthrough and if he wasn't somebody that pushed forward then that whole as you call it mumble rap section would just die out like they needed him to do well for anything else in that sub-genre of hip-hop to do well and he's done phenomenal like he put out his album recently he put out the deluxe of it where he added four more tracks and like i said like he's been touring he's been on all these big shows he's a guy who is literally just all over the place, which is why I would be very shocked if he wasn't the one of all these names that are here to win it outside of that. I, th- I would personally push for SZA just because not only has, I know she's not a new artist per se, but they technically only count the new artists after your first album goes through. Okay. So because of that, yeah, her first album just came out First studio album. Just came out. It's a fucking phenomenal R and B album. And, Everything she's been doing up to this point, like, she's somebody that has always been consistently paid attention to. But when I level her on, or or I match her up to what Little Uzi Vert has been doing, it's honestly uncomparable. Like, Little Uzi Vert is just light years ahead. As far as, like, I feel like the only other person on on this list I don't really know is Julia Michaels. I'm not really familiar with her, so I don't really know her trajectory. So if, if she were to win, it would mostly... It wouldn't even shock me because it's just I don't know enough about her for it to shock me. But overall, like, that, that's what I I feel about that section. I don't know. You, you educate me on this one, so, like, I have no idea who these people are. Yeah, we're gonna... It's so the next? Skip ahead all the shit we don't care, like, pop and rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there are certain shit I could talk about, but, like, just overall, yeah. Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> we don't want to hear best country music stuff. We don't want to hear that. About a one-legged
0: dog dying on the road or some shit like that. Plus, there's there's only so much Jason knows as far as music goes. Because like he said, he's stuck from like 2004. And I'm stuck when music pass. was
1: good, you're right. <laughs>
0: when music was actually making sense. Alright, best R&B performance. This goes for new vocal instrumental R&B recordings. Alright. So you have Get You by Daniel Caesar featuring Kelly Uchis. Don't know. You don't know Daniel Caesar? Nope. Yo, he's from Toronto, man. Canadian man, all the more reason. <laughs> no, all the more reason you should know him. I represent the country, bro. You, you can do doing? that all you want. You can cheer for the Raptors and all that shit. No, I'm I'm gonna cheer for Canadian. artists doing good things, man. That's what I'm. The
1: only doing. new artist I knew from Toronto is the, Nav. Oh no, man, is, is Nav. That's the only it's one Nav. I know.
0: Of all the people that you that's, know, that's Nav, the, the, Nav is the only one you know. That's the only new
1: one I, I comes to mind when I think Toronto. Oh my
0: god, that's the only one. Oh my God! And you that's need and, to the, wake. and the only reason oh. the only reason is because he was with the, that track with the weekend. And that's the only reason. Yo, you got backing on nice. You got Tunchi. You got 88 Glam. You got fucking Daniel Caesar. Like there's so, yo, wait up, Yo, stop bro. giving these people pub. I don't know who they are. Don't give yo, the pub they're here. artists worth checking out in Canada, man. Like, what are you talking about? I'm getting the pub here. Yo, you see, Jason's such a hater, man. All right, so next you have a distraction by Kehlani. You have Hi by Ladisi. That's What I Like by Bruno Mars and The Weeknd by SZA. Now, for this, Bruno Mars, again, it, it will most likely be Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars like, man. I'd be very shocked if it wasn't Bruno Mars. But the only thing that bugs me about that is it's not really an R&B song compared to these others. Like, that's what You I like? is R&B. The Weeknd is R&B. Yeah, like, That's What I Like is more funk. Like, it's more of like a dance funk song. Whereas uh, when I look at like the weekend, when I look at distraction, I look at high, look at get you, like these are more like traditional R and B. I don't know, but Bruno will win it, like um, he will win Best R and B Performance. It's just going to happen because, yeah, it's Bruno Mars. But I do think Daniel Caesar should win it. Whereas I'd say Daniel Caesar, just to add a little little spice to that shit. I'm just going with the
1: familiar Daniel name. Daniel Cesar.
0: I'm going with the familiar name and the song that I... The song no, honestly, on. like, I'd, I'd be very shocked if Bruno didn't win it, but I'd be happy if Daniel Caesar won it. All right, what's another another topic I could probably... Best, next one is best traditional R&B performance. So this is, like, this is more of, like, your neo-soul type sounding stuff. Enjoy the C-shit. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, a lot of these... Not a lot, a few of these, I don't know. Like Laugh and Move On by the Baylor project. I don't know. So No no I no, have no idea. But I do know Childish Gambino Redbone. And I do know what I'm feeling by Anthony Hamilton featuring the Hamiltons. And you also have uh All the Way by Lettucey and Still by Molly Music. Now this, fuck it. I'm gonna say it right now, if Red Bull don't win, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> I don't know what this Like the only person that can win this is Anthony Hamilton, because man, like like when I hear Anthony Hamilton's name, the only thing I think is uh nice beautiful southern women and grits when I hear Anthony Hamilton's name like that it's just automatic like you walk up you play an Anthony Hamilton song you walk in your kitchen there's grits on the stove you don't even know where they came from (laughs) I don't think I don't think you want to know where grits come from if that's the only thing that's all that's all that happens man it's (laughs) like who the fuck put these grits on the motherfucking stove and then you hear Anthony Hamilton in the background just oh it makes sense it makes sense (laughs) but yeah I want Redbone to win that shit man I really do. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm looking more towards, like, I want Childish Gambino, Donald Glover to have, like, his perfect year. I believe he won an Emmy. He won a Golden Globe. Adding a Grammy on top of that would just be like, just push it forward. Just push it forward. Keep it going.
1: But he's, he's a better actor, director... Then he is an artist, I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because his
0: creativeness is fame wise, fame wise. Yes, I like, wouldn't even put that in favor. I would, no, no, what no. I've I, seen. as far as like the fame goes. Yeah, his what he's done acting and writing for TV shows like for 30 Rock, what he's done and then what he did for community as well. Like, yeah, like he's well, well known for like that, that really propelled his music so far. And like Atlanta, obviously, you got to make mention of that show. But as far as his music goes, like, he's always been somebody who's, like, pushed it beyond. Like, he's always outside of the box. He isn't, like, your your secular type of, like, music artist, you know? Which mm-hmm. is something that—it's one of those things where I remember when he was first rapping, per se. Like, people were downplaying it, just being like, oh, who's this guy who wears, like, skinny jeans and, like, thigh-cut like cut shorts and shit like that? Like, they were basically, like, looking at his fashion to be like, yeah, he can't fucking rap, but then— the last couple projects he put out, everybody's been putting on a fucking pedestal, but it's like, yeah, maybe if you've been paying attention from before, you would have noticed he's always been this good, you know, but it's just one of those things where like, like I said, I just hope like for his perfect year to continue, man, like him to get at the very least one Grammy. I feel like if there is a Grammy for him to get, it's this one. All right. What's, what's the next? All right. So next you have like just straight up best R and B song. First began. No clue what that is. Then you have "Location" by Khalid. You have uh, "Redbone" by Charles Gambino. "Supermodel" by SZA. Then that's what I like by Bruno Mars.
1: It's all, mostly all the same songs over yeah. and over and over. Like
0: this, basically best R and B song. It kind of goes in the same top of like "Song of the Year," where it's like it's for the songwriters, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of shit. Yeah, who knows? That's really how much one more, one last topic one last. Yeah, we'll find. Let's find something in the rap sphere. We'll go for a uh, best rap song, I guess. God! All right. So, or do you want to do a? Uh, no, let's hear. Let's hear what they have for best rap song. Let's best see. rap song. Let's hear this travesty. We got, Bodak Yellow. Okay, Cardi, Cardi B. B so I like, could had see. to be there. Okay. We got Chase Me by Danger Mouse featuring Run the Jewels and Big Boy. Which yeah, is, fuck that. Oh. Whoa, no, yo, don't don't even hate. It. That was a fucking banger, bro. What are you saying? We got Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Sassy by Rhapsody Which is a fucking great song too Not gonna win it The story of OJ Yeah no I, I don't think Rhapsody will win that Even though like Her album Like she's straight up like She's the type of rap you like Where she just goes in It's just pure bars And like punchlines And lyricism Like you would love Rhapsody Like she's fucking like She takes like that 90s approach to rapping You know I think you should like Get into her shit She's really good Yeah like the last one I said Was the uh, story of OJ by Jay-Z mm-hmm. So yeah, best rap song. It's mm. Probably give me Cardi B. I would love to see Cardi B win it. I wouldn't mind. I, I but I, I honestly don't care though. I would love to see her win it. Like and that's all biases in. That's that's just me just being like selfish me. Like, yeah. I want Cardi B to win that simply because one, the song itself, like, even though I'm at a point now where like I'm I'm over it, like I've heard it enough to be like, yeah, it's good. It's done what it needs to do, like move on, next track. But you can't deny what that song did, not just for her, but just in a general sense, man. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. You couldn't use any social media without hearing that song. Like, it was literally on all the stations, like stations that usually don't even play hip hop or playing that fucking shit, man. Like, it was everywhere.
1: Oh, I'm saying, well, it's good. Uh, if she wins it, that'll be good. My only thing is, especially when it comes to rapping, is um that if you're if you're gonna rap, I want to, you know, do it consistently, have something out all the time,
0: because that's, what, that's well, what's to give you credibility. But that's the thing, like a lot of people are acting like she hasn't done anything consistently. She had two mixtapes out, like, and the mixtapes got praise. Like it's not even to say like they came out and nobody gave a fuck about. Them. Like she put out the first mixtape, people were like, "Yo, okay," like Cardi People with the actually yeah, from Loving Him, blah blah blah. Then when the second one came out, they were like. Oh, shit. Well, so, yeah, she's she could really spit some bars. No, I'm not saying that, but I, you have to keep your eye in no, the public. No, of course, but I'm saying I'm like as far time. as like the trajectory goes, so it's like she puts out Borac Yellow, and obviously like that's the the breakout track for her. You know, That's the track that everybody pays attention to. So because of that, it's like a lot of people who didn't know what she was doing before are just like, oh, this is the first time they heard her, so this is the only thing they really attribute her towards. But ever since, she's had features on track. She's been making other singles, so it's not even to say like nothing's been going on. Like She's still working.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's hope she wins.
0: So, like, like, yeah, for that, I would love to see her win that. Think that'd be fucking great. But chances are she won't, which would be pretty sad. But... Yeah. We'll I mean, she's in the same category as Jay-Z and, and Kendrick yeah. Lamar, who, honestly, I think in this section, it would be one of the it would be either Humble or Story of OJ, even though I personally feel like Bodak Yellow should win it. And we'll do one last one for the sake of keeping it on rap a bit. Best rap album. All right. So you got 444 by Jay-Z, Damn by Kendrick, Culture by the Migos, Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody, then Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator. Culture. I'm going with Flower Boy on this one, man.
1: I think a Culture. Even though I don't like the Migos that much, I think that they
0: might win it. Like, I'm doing that mostly because, like I said before, and I know it's going to be crazy to say this, but jay-z's winning best album of the year so just take him out of the best rap album even though you'd be like oh if he was best album he should win best rap album no it never works that way it's this i'd be shocked if he got both i really would be shocked if he got both the only thing i feel outside of flower boy that really had big impact is Dan, because kendrick lamar like kendrick on his own Anything he puts out, it's automatically platinum. We like we know it because everybody's just gonna listen to it to the one time period. So we know it's platinum. But the biggest thing about Tyler the Creator, and Flower Boy was, the way it came out. Yeah, there was anticipation. We knew he was working on something. But then when it finally came out and everybody heard it, it was one of those things where it's like across genres, people were just like, "This is so different and mature from a guy like him." You know, and it really showed like a different side of like his type of music and what he can bring to the table. It still had an old Tyler Creator feel, but at the same time, it just it felt like it was different at the same time. You know, which is very hard to do in any type of situation. So that's one of the reasons why I feel like I like Tyler should get that one. And I mean, I I'd loved for him to get that one. Anything else to add on that?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like if he, if he, Tyler Creator his. I like some of his songs, not all of them, but the songs he does come out with that are more mainstream. Than what I've seen are really good. So for him getting album of the year, it wouldn't surprise me if he does rap get it. Album, rap rap album. album, of the year. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that he would get it. Yeah. Because him, he's you know
0: that odd future following man. Huh? That odd future following. Yeah, he'll probably he he might well get it. But like I said, I want, uh, I will. Yeah, get culture to do it. Culture could probably do yeah, it. Yeah, man. I, I fuck with Migos too. I, I would love to see. Like like I said, like. Obviously, I'm, I'm pulling for Flower Boy in that one just because, like, it was one of those albums that really shocked me. And I was like, damn, like, this is fucking good. But most likely, I, I, I'd see Dan winning it. If Migos do take it, fuck, man. Add to your year. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let a mumble rapper get Rap Album of the Year. <laughs>
1: well, I, I wouldn't even <laughs> consider Migos that much of a mumble rap because I could actually understand some of stuff. They like are, this are
0: literally the reason that the term was coined. No, no, it's Young Thug.
1: <laughs> Both of them. Both
0: like the whole like cadence is is the Migos cadence because if if you know Young Thug, when yeah, he Migos first, are Migos when, can actually say words. When Young Migos? Thug first came out, though, he wasn't what he became when he was with Rich Gang. Like he was a different, completely different sounding artist. I, I, I listen, but the mumble rap, like the cadence that like the that everybody talks about, that's Migos. Whenever somebody says no mumble, mumble rap and then they make fun of it, no mumble rap is Migos. mumble rap is actually you're
1: mumbling when you're rapping. Migos don't mumble; they, they actually say words. But Young Thug, like, Young Thung doesn't say words. He, he goes When I heard Lifestyle, was like, okay, this is where I know rap has gone beyond me. When I when I could when I can't understand rap music that I love, I know something is wrong.
0: I know something is absolutely wrong. I'm not defending that line because. They, <laughs> no one can defend it. Everybody that. was like, uh, do, do the, the is... lyric sites have this up yet?" Because I don't know what he's saying. I have
1: no idea what the hell he's saying. But
0: all I'm just saying is, like earlier, you even did like the do, 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 no. Do, I was do. saying the cadence for Nicki Minaj. That's how she. Yeah, sings. but that cadence that you were reciting is what. No, 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 It no. came when Snoop Dogg did that in reference to Migos. No, no, no. Nicki
1: Minaj's cadence is like the she's she sings very weird ABCD, ABC kind of rapish kind of stuff. The way how she sings it, like she that song where she was when she said "China" like
0: sixteen times straight. Oh my god! That was the most ridiculous, stupidest thing
1: ever. I was like,
0: really? Oh my god! I couldn't believe she did that. The wraith like, in China, race in China, China with the wraith. Yeah. in my, oh my, Ch- I was oh my like, god! It's like we you know you're better than this,
1: don't. No, she's don't. not. No, she's not. Don't give her no credit. She's not better than that. Just call back Safari, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so now we have our picks in. Um, oh, my God. What do you... Uh, well, we'll pose this question to the audience. What What do you guys think? Who do you guys want to win? Who do you think
0: uh, should win? Who was nominated that you think should be nominated? Give us your, your Grammy or, or you know, don't be Maddie picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give us your Maddie picks. All right. <laughs> so, I think that was... Uh, Good wrap up episode
1: today. We had to some sports. We had mainly Grammy stuff on it because we wanted to get them. Yeah, we figured
0: out. this is a hot topic, baby. We gotta so, jump in on that shit. You know, we gotta make yeah. our
1: picks before the picks are hot. Yep, yep, yep. So uh let's finish off on what made you mad this week. Spill my fucking cup before the show started. That's it. Not I said this week, not,
0: <laughs> not that thing that just happened in two seconds ago. Anything made you mad? Not really? Uh not really. I mean we could have a conversation about, well, but it's going to be another 30 minutes. So, you know what? I'll save it for next episode. There no, is. It's something we talked about on Thursday. On it's Thursday? better to have a full topic about it than uh, use it as uh, what made me mad this week.
1: I can't remember what Basically, on
0: people lie when they say they want honesty.
1: Okay. Okay, I get it. Okay. No, yeah. I, 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 so we'll I, save it for next
0: week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: We did talk about that on the bars. So it's, yeah, we can put that for a topic for next week. But yeah, we can leave that don't out. ask for it if you don't want it.
0: Yeah. Um, Give you this hot fire on a fucking skillet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like dialon, dialon, dialon. What made me mad this week? Um,
1: shady people make me mad this week. Oh, who was shady to you? Huh? No, not not necessarily. Who? Um, what
0: was shady to you
1: a lot of a lot of things like people say they're doing like if for example you call someone or someone says are you doing something or or what are you doing let's do this and you call them back and they don't answer their phone or they say oh i'm hearing this and this but i'm here you're doing something else basically shade, i don't know people who have like duplicitous shady ways it's about them <laughs> that that kind of stuff makes me mad in general and and this weekend today not today but this week i had to i dealt with that a couple of times um if it was for school especially the last project i had to do for school and and just in general like don't be shady around me this is me personally I, i don't like that if you have if you want to do something or say something or you have something to do just say it don't beat around the bush and Having me have to guess what you're doing, or or if you have to do something, and it's it's just too much shade around stuff. I don't want that extra pressure on me when it's nothing to be pressured about, and just just
0: oh, no Stop here, doing
1: bro. bullshit. Just yeah, stop doing pure do bullshit, and and it, and trust me, if you do shady stuff around me, I will catch it. I may not say anything. I may I'm gonna play it off as normal as it is, like as as if nothing's happened. But I I know what's going on around me. And I'm like, okay. If you're being shady you're like okay, I'll let it I'll let it slide, but you're gonna see when you call my name for something or you ask me for something, I'll be like, What? Who? What? Like I have no time
0: to that. So you're passive aggressive. Huh? You're passive aggressive.
1: No, I'm aggressive. I'll just uh, I'll if just you see it.
0: something shady and you just let it slide. That means oh,
1: I'll funny. let it slide for now. That's but weird, I'm but I'm passive. I'm keeping it in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm remembering this shit. But yeah, shady people don't uh don't come around me.
0: That's just uh what I'm not passive like him. If you're shady around me, I'm gonna call you out right then and there. Yeah, because i i don't got time for that bullshit, man. I got time. Mm-hmm. Reclaiming my time. Right. Well, <laughs> well, that
1: must make me mad. That's the only thing that made me mad. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going into the discussion of
0: that. My time. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that was a good episode this week. So. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Let's hit you all with the goodness. As always, you can find me on Twitter at LeftyLucky underscore. And
1: uh, you can always reach me at JJNBA. That's on Twitter. Same thing
0: on Instagram. I'm Matt Scorpio on Instagram, spelled out as it sounds. Matt Scorpio, no spaces, no wonder square.
1: And if you want to send us a message or anything like that, feel free to go on the website, theconnect.ca. You could also reach us at don't be at theconnect.ca. That's the email. Yes, sir. Uh Don't be mad pod for the Instagram and Twitter. So. Send us Twitter for the Instagram and Twitter. Send us
0: messages, anything you want. We love all the feedback that we get from you guys, and we always accept more because we always want to make this better for you. So keep um, letting us know how it's going and what you like and dislike.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a – being like early next year, January, February, we're going to have a lot more guests on. Um, Just and probably going to have, you know, a little bit more of – you know, we have like one episode per week, but we also do want to have
0: something out where we can have put something in the middle of the week as well. We're so basically trying to line up more content for you guys. Yeah,
1: more content.
0: Um, like I said, the website is going to you know, change a lot. Now that Jason's done school, we're we're hoping that we can make it work out.
1: Yeah, I have more time to do a lot more stuff, especially when it comes to the website and, and building content and everything like that. So there's a lot more stuff for me to do. Well, you know, work and stuff, but I have the extra time not, you know, studying for hours on end that time i could put i could put into uh building the uh the podcast and the website up to make everything as best as possible for everyone so um you never know we might we should start hiring people well i'm not paying but
0: (laughs) i'm not paying but how how are you gonna hire people if you ain't gonna pay that's the
1: thing you're gonna have to do everything on uh on ious and freelance (laughs) <laughs> so that's but no but we're gonna see what the, fu- the future of 2018 it's, it's gonna be it's gonna get bigger bigger and better than what it was so trust me people it's gonna it's gonna look really great and uh, again I want to thank everyone for the support love it it's been uh, it's been best place in the world way man. better than we, we expect for I want I want to have one special episode um, I didn't tell Matt this, but I have an idea for, for it. No, a, don't be springing
0: new board uh, it's a, ideas on the episode, man. Like, There's nothing keep special. Keep that for the background, then we it's, surprise him later, man. Don't, don't don't surprise me while you surprise them. All I, I can say, sure. what I mine, It's a throwback. Something. That's all I can say. All right. Then, that's all I can say to it. That's then it. Say nothing, Say no more. That's it. Throwback. Surprising me while you surprise that man. It's, it's me. a throwback. Y'all don't deserve that. It. It's a throwback. Y'all deserve better.
1: <laughs> so thanks everyone, and we will see you again uh, next week.
0: And hopefully it'll be fun. For everybody, this is the Don't Be Mad podcast. We love you all. Have a safe, fun weekend that leads into a safe and productive week. Cheers. Take care.